Hi, my name is Aaron Hefter, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Imarez Beauty. What I love about beauty is that we are living in a time of beauty reimagined, where the worlds of beauty, health, and wellness are now completely intertwined. From New York City, you're listening to Beauty Is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the beauty industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Beauty Is Your Business. I'm Denise Dente, and today's show is going to be very fun-filled and timely. So we've got somebody with us that we're excited to talk to about this category of ingestible beauty. And so that is what we're buzzing about today is this idea of functional food, ingestible beauty, and bringing that into its own and into the space. So I'm here with my co-founder and partner in crime, Jessica Quick. Hi, Jess. Hey, Denise. This conversation with Aaron today is definitely going to be spot on. We're looking at all kinds of data in this space with ingestible beauty and even just the timely nature in which we met Erin about, gosh, four months ago at Cosmoprof in July, North America. And that sparked a whole conversation that just got us really excited about the ingestible beauty category. That's right. So welcome to the show, Erin. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I was super impressed when we met you at Cosmoprof. And so we'll talk a little about that. But probably even more impressed with some of your background and history. You come from the ingestible side of the business and so forth. So give us a little background. And you're also a award winner of several awards throughout the uh, Canada area. So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I come from the ingestible space in the world of supplements. I've spent the last 20 years as a founder and co-CEO and a chief formulator for a global sports nutrition brand called Nutribolics. Nutribolics, I started 20 years ago with my business partner. His name is Jason Weiner. And we were just, we were literally 21-year-old kids at the time. Uh, we loved the space. We worked at the retail side of it. We both loved, had a passion for sports and supplementations. And back then, 20 years ago, there weren't as many high-end supplement brands as you see today. It wasn't a saturated market by any means. So we saw a white space opportunity and we jumped into it. And uh, we've spent the past 20 years building and developing this brand and sponsoring probably more high-level celebrities and athletes than any other brand in the space. Brand is currently distributed in over 40 different countries, award-winning brand. And yeah, I definitely got my entry into the space of fitness and supplements and ingestibles. And on the award side, yeah, I've been a finalist for Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year, Business Vancouver 40 Under 40. Nutribolics is one of Canada's top 100 small and medium-sized employers. So yeah, it's been a great run for sure. But now let's talk about what you've got on the table right now, which we're really excited about. And it's very timely. Ingestible beauty on the rise, as we've talked about. We saw the sale of brand a few years ago to Nestle. So you're right in a timely manner, bringing something to market that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. Very exciting time for uh, for the beauty industry. And it's amazing to be a part of it. And especially, you know, in the timing of everything, for sure. I think we're definitely 
at the front of it, you know, pioneering it in the prestige space. And we're extremely excited to be doing that. Yeah. So walk us through Imara's Beauty. You co-founded along with Summer Rae, who is a mega influencer. So walk us through a little bit of the genesis. How did you meet Summer? Was it something that you always knew you wanted? How did this come about for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've always had a keen eye on the beauty space and found it very interesting. And I'm, you know, I've also been a huge believer that, you know, beauty really does come from within and you can heal many skin issues by really just changing your diet, healing your guts, balancing your hormones and taking the right nutrients. And I think it was about probably about three years ago when I watched the worlds of beauty and wellness just start to come together with some of the original brands, you know, the Moon Juices and the Wellcos of the world. And as a formulator by nature, it definitely piqued my interest. And I think especially considering that there wasn't anything on the market that I could see living in the world of, you know, prestige beauty. You know, most of these ingestibles that you would see looked, I would call them a little bit amateur, um, and they weren't sustainable by nature. And, you know, a lot of these products were also doing me too, basic copycat formulations. Um, everything looked alike, and most of them were also animal-based. So I saw what I thought was a white space opportunity to create a plant-based, clean beauty line you know, backed by real science and innovation and one that I, you know, wanted to see live in, in the world of prestige. So, I mean, I had huge plans for the brand from the get-go and, you know, with my other brand, Nutribolics, you know, I've had the opportunity to endorse and sponsor some major celebrities and athletes over the years. And I definitely do know the power of celebrity and the right endorsement and an authentic endorsement. So, from the get-go, I think I knew I wanted to align with someone in the industry that could lend credibility and also increase exposure from the get-go. And I've been a huge fan of Summer, actually, for, for many years. I mean, she's definitely one of the original influencers on Instagram. She's been a pioneer for influencing in the fitness space. And I thought she would be a really great, authentic partner for this and it literally it started with it with a dm you know on instagram we sent her a direct message and her team responded and we got looped into the conversations with her management william morris entertainment and we started dialogue that way at that time it was really just a concept of what i envisioned and what i wanted to create and from the get-go, you know, just in discussing it with Summer, I mean, she loved it. You know, she absolutely loved it. She's obviously, you know, being such a big influencer, you know, with 40 million followers. I mean, there's a lot of eyes on her, you know, in the brand sphere. And she's definitely been approached by many brands in the beauty space and in the cosmetic space. And there really wasn't any that really resonated with her. And she's as authentic of a celebrity influencer and even person as I've ever met. So, you know, she really believes in, you know, the same sort of concepts that I believe in. And yeah, she loved it. And from that point on, we just started working on it together and taking that concept and turning it into reality. Let's talk about that for a minute, because right now it's very timely to talk about this idea of celebrity and influencer and how involved are they really and the quality of the product versus the power of the name. And look, 40 million followers, that is definitely a mega influencer. 
mega, mega influencer. But really, you know, how involved is she? Tell us about the product a little bit more, the efficacy of it and so forth, because that is something everybody's asking about right now. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, from that original dialogue, once we signed off on our deal and and our deal is fully equity-based. It's not a pay-for-play. Summer is a true founder and partner in this brand, uh, just like any partnership. From that beginning, she definitely wanted to be absolutely involved. You know, if she's going to put her name on this, Imarez Beauty by Summer Ray. it had to fully resonate with her and her DNA had to be all over it, you know, and it was. And I'll be honest, she's been absolutely hands-on. It's a great partnership. We both bring two different sets of tools and powers to to the brand. And we both stay in our own lanes. And Summer manages the marketing and the social media and the aesthetics of the packaging. And I'm more on the formulations and the operations and the sales side. And it's a true partnership. And yeah, from the get-go, I mean, everything from conceptually, we knew what we wanted to create. Formulation-wise, I knew what I wanted to put in this and the types of products, the specialized products that I wanted to see come out of it. But on the aesthetic side, like it, it was all summer. Everything from packaging and sustainable packaging to the types of ingredients and the types of ingredients that we're not going to use and the, the marketing. Yeah, I mean, she's been extremely hands-on and we have daily calls. You know, we have weekly meetings. She's involved with the team. She's in the process of doing a worldwide tour for us. When we met at Cosmoprof, you saw her there front and center. She, so it's been a great partnership. And I'll be honest, that's very rare, right? You don't typically see an influencer or a celebrity of this stature who wants to be as hands-on. And I think that's the downfall of bad rap that celebrity brands get. You know, I mean, it's very easy for a celebrity to put their name on a product, have it white labeled or have a incubator company, you know, put bring it to market, but to actually have a celebrity influencer be this involved where it's their baby. It's super rare. And so I'm absolutely ecstatic that it's transpired like this. And I'm, I'll be honest, I'm blessed that Summer's my partner. Yeah, Denise is right. I think that there's such a stigma in the marketplace and, and probably rightfully so for just the reasons that you mentioned. But when you look at an influencer or celebrity and you say, are they just posting about it? Are they talking about it at the very top level, which is a few Instagram posts or a couple of reels? And that's it. And that's really how you can start to suss out those that are really involved with their own brands. And when you see someone like Summer, who is front and center at mega events, but also small industry type of events, and she's taking every opportunity to promote and talk about the brand, not just in the social space, but in all of the avenues of marketing, which is what we thought was really interesting, was this kind of new breed of celebrity. For those that are really interested in it, it's really getting in front and doing the work from the beginning all the way through. And, and it is, it's, it's hard. And we saw that world tour. There's also a few other events I was really interested in your JCPenney event. You've got a flip beauty event coming up. Talk to us about that and how you're leveraging those types of in-person finally meeting up and events. And then of course you utilizing summer, but also the quality and the, and the science of this product. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
we like to do things a little different than most, you know, and I think it's really easy to, to just throw money at direct marketing and, you know, just hope it hits. But for us, it's about creating a community and creating real marketing, right? And so I'm a big fan and we're a big fan of experiential marketing. We haven't really seen anybody do that in the beauty sphere. And so that's something we definitely wanted to bring to the space. And so with summer being summer and her circle being as major as it is, it's worked tremendously from, from the get-go. And I think a lot of retailers have really started to take notice and want to collaborate with us on that. So the first one that we did was with JCPenney. It was an experiential event. It was an evening activation with summer in L.A., at a great venue called Yamashiro. And we had about, I'd say, two dozen top beauty and lifestyle influencers in attendance, full guest list in collaboration with JCPenney. The power of something like that for our brand and for our community, it's exponential. Yes, you are getting all of these major influencers posting about the product and that can help go viral. But I think just the long lasting effect of putting on an event like that and especially tying in our, our retail partner like JCPenney, it's extremely significant. It's value to us. It's value to them. And so much so that we were a, a nominist or a finalist from Beauty Matter for putting on the best activation of the year this past year. So that was a great event. We've got another huge one coming next week, actually, in L.A., and I can't wait to have you guys in attendance as well. And it's with an, another strong, tremendous partner of ours, Flip, the beauty app. We just launched with Flip last month. Them and their team have just been absolutely amazing to work with. It's no wonder that they're the leader right now in, in direct selling in the beauty world. And so, yeah, we're taking over an amazing venue in West Hollywood. It's going to be a huge guest list of, I think, 400 people, some of the biggest influencers in the beauty and lifestyle space. And it's going to be a good event. It's going to be something really special. And so we've got plans. Not everything is macro like that, you know, we, but we've got plans for beauty and lifestyle and wellness type of activations every month for the remainder of this year and next year coming up with some significant, with Summer leading the charge and then, uh, you know, some other significant influencers. You know, it's just a great way to grow and build our community like no other, I think. And speaking of that topic of channels of distribution and where you intend to go from here, you mentioned JCPenney's, you've mentioned Flip. Where else are you seeing the brand here in the U.S. or you're actually in Canada and that is where the products are manufactured. Is that correct? Yep, correct. Yep. So everything for us is made local and that's very, I think, rare for ingestibles and not everybody's that too familiar with the whole process of ingestibles and being in Canada it's probably some of the strictest regulations for manufacturing ingestibles out of anywhere in the world so most people don't realize this but in Canada in order to actually bring a product to market and have it sold in store you have to get what's called the Health Canada natural product number in NPN. And so what that means is Health Canada will actually look at your, you have to register with Health Canada, you have to submit all your documentation and Health Canada will actually go through your entire formula, all of the ingredients, all of the active ingredients, the formula, all the ingredients in combination, all of your label claims, all of your marketing claims, and they'll vet everything. The process actually takes up to 210 days for every single product. And only then once you get Health Canada's approval and they verify that the product is effective and safe for consumption, then you can only 
to bring the product to market and sell it in store. So it's something really unique and it's been pretty fun to watch and be at the front here because with ingestibles being so new, especially in the beauty channel, most buyers in Canada, they didn't even realize this, you know, so it's, you can't just see a product in the U.S. bringing it to Canada and sell it. I mean, there's a huge process that has to occur. So, yeah, everything is made in Canada. Our manufacturing facility is all here in Toronto, Canada, where we're based. I mean, we're, we're based in Toronto and LA, L.A. as a company. Everything is warehoused locally here in Canada. And then the other thing, which is really unique and you don't see it really ever is the ingredients. I mean, all of our ingredients, all of our active ingredients are actually locally sourced within Canada as well. You never see that in ingestibles. And that's something that I wanted to bring really unique to the space. I mean, typically there's two places that the raw materials come from in this industry and it's not Canada and the US, you know, it's typically China and India. So for us to bring that local sourcing of ingredients, fully traceable supply chain right down to the supplier really unique and an added value for the end consumer for sure. And in terms of retailers, yeah, I mean, in Canada, we launched first to market with Paul Renfrew and The Bay, two of the largest prestige and uh, department retailers. We're also in the process of launching this quarter with Shoppers Drug Mart, who's the number one beauty retailer in the country, and Indigo, which is probably the leader in wellness. In the U.S., we actually launched first to market with Saks, and they've been a tremendous partner of ours on both on the retail side, but also the marketing side. We've done a lot of great marketing initiatives as a, as a company and even with Summer with Saks. Our major, major national partner is definitely JCPenney. We had some tremendous meetings with JCPenney. We love everything they're all about with their new JCPenney beauty retail. And so they've been a really strong partner for us. But we've also just launched in Nordstrom. We're launching this quarter in Neiman Marcus. We're launching this quarter in Macy's. And then from my background, I'm big on international business. And I think that's why the three of us get along so well, right? So I love international business. That's my forte. And I also see a huge, huge opportunity for the category and for our brand as a whole internationally, because I'll be honest, most brands in this space, in the ingestible side, they haven't focused on international. And there's a huge demand all around the world for quote unquote edible beauty. We've had some really great launches so far. We just launched in Dubai with probably the largest pharmacy chain over there, and they've got full distribution all across the GCC. We just launched this past month in the UK, first to market with Selfridges and look fantastic. And we're working on some other major launches in that region. And we're in the, actually in the process uh, of finalizing registration in Mexico, and we're actually going to launch the ingestible category for Sephora Mexico. So that's something super exciting for us. That's our first foray into the Sephora chain. I mean, summer's going to be heading there for a major tour. And that's a huge market that we think we're going to do some big things. Yeah, I'm so glad that you brought up Health Canada and international in general, because I think that's the one main difference for American and Canadian companies, and especially American companies going into Canada is we think we're similar. We obviously speak the same language and our laws are similar. But Health Canada is one of the main barriers that we see. It's a lot more of a rigorous process, the registration in order to go into Canada. So that is a, a huge accomplishment when you can be Health Canada registered and have that. But also it doesn't matter who you are coming into Canada. If you're coming from the US side, you have to go through Health Canada. And 
that is a lot different than our FDA and the sides for the U.S. piece. And then the second piece, this international, which I find fascinating because when I was looking at, we met you and then we were, Denise and I were talking about edible beauty and ingestibles and looking at market size. And I mean, they're predicting that the, just the women's supplement in beauty, it's going to be 84 billion by 2030. So the category is huge and that's globally. And when we were looking at the numbers and the data, what I found amazing was the fact that most of that is actually outside of the U.S. and Canada. Most of that is coming from specifically Asia. That's a huge market for this. And then, of course, Europe. And so I think you've done such a nice job of putting yourself in a position with high quality North American ingredients. So we know that it's trusted. It's there. But now you can go the other way and go into Asia and Europe and really make that an interesting play. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I mean, it's it is a process to go through here in Canada, but I also think it definitely prepares us for everything international. Our industry is not an industry where you can just pick up the phone, get a big order, ship a container across the world and, you know, and do it again. You know, there's, it's highly regulated. There's a lot of registration that has to take place. And, you know, lucky for us, we have tremendous experience in that. So it's, uh, you know, and in, in most instances, we're actually holding our distributors hand, you know, and going through the process for them, because in many instances, we're launching the ingestible category in beauty and prestige, and they've never even had looked into registration. So they don't even know how to do it. So the experience we have, it definitely helps us. And yeah, I mean, we have huge plans all around the globe for us. Again, it's being as hands-on, as in-market as we can be. And the beauty about Summer is she's not just a U.S. influencer. She's known all around the world. You know, I've had calls in the Middle East and Asia and South Africa, you know, and they all know who Summer Rae is, right? So when you can bring a major American influencer into market and she's willing to collaborate and assist and support, you can't put a price tag on that, right? So she's definitely been a huge asset and uh, we're absolutely as excited about the international business as we are about domestic. And you currently have two products. So you came to market, you have two products. When we met you at Cosmoprof and have been talking with you and working with you since, the idea of more product coming and what does your pipeline of innovation look like? You don't have to divulge any secrets unless you want to, but from an innovation standpoint, where do you see Ingestible Beauty going? Where do you see the brand going? Yeah, I mean, I think ingestible beauty is still absolutely in its infancy. I think the demand for ingestible beauty and taking a holistic approach to beauty has started with COVID and I think is only growing exponentially. And especially in the younger Gen Z, young millennial category, they're definitely fond of it and looking to take a more holistic approach and a more wellness approach to beauty. And so for us, I think the ingestible category has been very amateur in its infancy, you know, and it's for the most part, it's the same animal-based collagen, biotin, HSM type stuff that everybody's doing. And for us, especially with my experience as a formulator and just, just loving this space and seeing such a huge opportunity, we really want to bring 
highly specialized formulations to market solution-based products that we see there's an absolute opening for. So, I mean, our pipeline is pretty deep. You know, I mean, in terms of products, we're looking at everything that's targeting skincare, hair care, body care, and overall wellness. And I'll be honest, I mean, I think we had a staggered pipeline for the next 12 months that we envisioned, but there's been such a big demand and so much excitement for some of the new stuff that we have coming that we're looking to launch products in market faster than we anticipated. So the next SKUs that we have coming and we're launching two in Q1 of next year would be our one is a first to market anti-aging gummy. And then the second one is a first to market anti-acne gummy. All products, these two are just like all of our products. They're going to be 100% plant-based, ingredients from nature, fully PETA certified, vegan and cruelty-free. And the other thing too is, you know, all of our products, they're also going to be clinically backed. So that's something that I think has been missing in this space. And that's something that we definitely want to bring credibility to the ingestible space. Some people, when they think of ingestibles and supplements, they don't think of credibility and efficacy, you know, and so for us, we really want to back everything up. So we've got a great partnership with the world leader, Princeton Consumer Research. Every product that we bring to market, we're working with PCR on a clinical study. And we're from what I believe we're the only company in the ingestible space in the beauty sphere that's doing our own clinical studies. So that's super exciting to be both clean and clinical. We've got a first to market concept for anti-bloat. We've got a first to market concept for gut microbiome, you know, the gut skin access. So really unique, specialized skincare formulas, and all in a simple and convenient gummy delivery system, which is something that we're, again, really excited about. I think gummies are trending for a reason. And I think this category, this buyer is all about simplicity and convenience and what's more convenient than a delicious gummy. I think it's fun that you mentioned the word delicious because I have to tell the story about Jessica and her going through all of the gummies at Cosmo Croft, tasting each one of them because they were so delicious. That was one of the things that we got excited about. Obviously, it's beautiful. And then the delicious taste of them without sugar. Sorry to call you out on that, Jess. <laughs> Absolutely. That's okay. You know what? I've heard it so many times. I've had distributors all around, you know, they all tell me, how many can you eat? Is it okay? I had half the bottle, right? Yeah, I'm like, you shouldn't eat half the bottle, right? But yes, you can have more than two, but it's, I love gummies, but I also know that there's also some inefficiencies or there had been some inefficiencies with functional gummies for sure. You know, obviously high sugar content, probably, I think it's, the leader right now in functional gummies, I think their product has, I think like 16 grams of sugar or something like that. So that's not long standing for a consumer. So ours is completely sugar free. The other is ours is no artificial sweeteners. We use stevia exclusively. A lot of gummies, especially in the functional space, they use uh, carrageenan, which is, you know, carcinogenic ingredients. So for us, we've replaced that with a plant-based ingredient called agar, gluten-free, non-GMO, and yeah, I mean, delicious. We're really, really proud of it. I think we created a better gummy. And it's funny because I had no experience with gummies when I started, but I knew that I wanted to do gummies for this line. 
I literally, I just picked up the phone and I started calling manufacturers and I just started, you know, getting as much information as I could. And the one thing that I found out really early was that most functional gummies, they're not made in the US or they're not made in Canada. They come from overseas. You know, a lot of the gummies in this industry, just in the in the health industry as a whole, they're brought in from China. There are ways around it where if they're brought in in bulk and they're packaged in locally, you can still say made locally, you know. So it's like it's not a very transparent space and that's not a space that we wanted to play in. And so I'll be honest, it was very difficult to find a local manufacturer who could meet the requirements that I had in creating this better gummy and to find one who was based locally here in Toronto, who's probably makes the best gummy I've ever seen. It was a blessing in disguise for sure. Absolutely. I think that our listeners would definitely be curious listening to the R&D and listening to the ingredients and what you went through and even the products that are on the docket to come. I'm super interested in not real numbers, but percentages or even just an idea of when you look at your business budget, are you overwhelmingly spending in R&D or because when we speak with brands, you know, marketing typically takes up most of the spend. Is that one of the benefits of having summer that your marketing costs are reduced and therefore there's higher R&D. I'm curious how you kind of break this out. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're playing in the beauty space, which is probably the most competitive space on the planet, right? So it's, there, I don't think though I could ever use budgeting and marketing in the same sentence, right? So when we started, I funded this business on my own personally. It's as organic and gorilla as it gets. And we've been lucky enough to grow organically and recently have a pre-seed round, which definitely helped us. Yeah, I mean, marketing is for sure still, it's, it's a huge part of our business. Not so much direct marketing. That's an area that we play in, but it's not an area that we definitely have focused in. I think with the iOS update, put a little bit of breaks on D to C, you know, for this year. And we've really just focused on the demand that we're having in retail and keeping up with that demand and the requirements and inventory and support. Starting Q1 of next year, we have a brand new website that we're about to launch and we're going to be definitely putting a major push on D to C again. But yeah, I think for us marketing and being on the ground and being at the major events and utilizing summer, that's been a huge focus on spend for us. I think we've done some pretty significant things with the budget that we have, right? I mean, Cosmoprof, we were the first and only ingestible brand that they brought. Summer was the focus influencer for the event, and we had a great event there. You know, we've been boots on the grounds in Italy for Cosmoprof, in the UK recently, in France for the travel retail show. Summer is in the process of doing a major global tour in the US, Canada, the UK, Mexico, Australia. So yeah, I mean, there's big budgets that go into stuff like that. R&D wise, I think we're definitely spending more than anybody else in the space. And a lot of that, I'll be honest, has to do with PCR, right? I mean, to run a clinical study, it's extremely expensive, right? And I think there's major legacy brands that still don't do it for that reason. So for us, investing in these clinical studies 
just to have that backup. I mean, we have to go through the process with Health Canada in bringing these products to market and showing efficacy and safety, you know, so we we know the products work, but that's not the same thing as having a stamp from PCR with your own clinical study. That's very rare, but I knew that, you know, for us to really to really be thought that thought of as that leader in this space, we needed to invest in something like this and so we're we're all about that. And then on the R&D side, it definitely takes more time here in Canada than it does if we were in the US. You know, in the US, I'll be honest, we could make it, we could conceptualize a product today and bring it to market in six weeks. And we could probably make it in our apartment if we wanted to. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that's neither here nor there. But in Canada, there's a process. And while that process can at times be consuming, right? I appreciate that process because that process just proves and validates our brand. And it also proves and validates products that are sold in market here in Canada. If a company is willing to invest nine months in bringing a product to market, then that's a product that I would stand behind and and ingest and put into my body. Budgeting is full spectrum for us. I love the fact that you've talked about putting D to C to the side while you're building brick and mortar. I have to say in the past couple of years, that has not been what most brands have said. So it's nice to hear a little bit of a pivot in focusing on the retailers. And I agree with you that retailers do want to know that the products that they're putting on the shelf are not being made in someone's kitchen or bathroom or bedroom. They want to know that it is backed by some clinical studies and so forth. So about the brick and mortar piece, you know, do you see that continuing to be a major part of your distribution plan? Or have you gotten the retailers that you want and now you're strictly going to head due to see in 2023? What is your plan? I love retail, right? I mean, that's just my nature, you know, and that's how I spent the last two decades. I'm a huge fan of retail and retail partnerships. And it's funny to see how Things have done a little bit of a 180 in this space. You know, I mean, I remember when when conceptualizing this product and having a few early meetings with potential investors, I remember even one in particular, and he specifically said, like, we will not invest in a brand unless they are direct to consumer exclusive, right? And I'm like, good luck. The world changes, but it doesn't change that much, right? And I think retail is here to stay. And especially in this industry, I think the consumer wants their product when they want their product. And they're going to shop for their product where they want to shop for their products, right? So I think the iOS update was a wake-up call to a lot of brands. I think it's definitely a good thing for the industry and for us. We're all about our partnerships. We want to make everything a win-win with our partners and we have huge plans for the brand and the beauty about our brand is it is a functional gummy right which means that it can live in a few different types of retailers it can live in a a retailer like selfridges which is a prestige luxury department retailer it can also live in a in a retailer like Whole Foods, we just launched nationwide here in Canada, all across the country at Whole Foods, right? And their whole body segment, you know, it can also live in a retailer like Sephora, which is a beauty focus. It can also live in a retailer like Four Seasons, right? We just launched in Four Seasons, Hong Kong, right? So it's, there's so many different places for this brand. As long as the ethos is aligned, we're all about the partnership. And the beauty for us too, I think with retail has been, yes, it's great to get a nice, 
order from Saks Fifth Avenue and be put on shelves next to La Mer and Charlotte Tilbury, right? But what's even better, especially as a young brand, is to have a partner like Saks who's willing to do activations with you, who's willing to let us take over their Instagram, who's willing to putting us at their beauty events. So you can't put a price tag on that type of marketing. So yeah, I think retail is tremendous, right? And I, and we love retail and we love our retail partners. And for us, I think we do it different. We're not just buying and selling products, right? We're here to really, for us, we're growing a category. It's a brand new category and we want to make it the biggest category possible. And improving the health of your consumers, which is a huge mega North star goal. Aaron, thank you so much for your time today. I, absolutely loved the opportunity and the breath of fresh air that you brought about retailers and activations. And that is while D2C is important and getting direct to the consumer matters to build community and hear from them directly. I love that we're coming back around to activations and live events and partnering with retail in a way we can't do online. And so I'm really excited for your business model and for what the brand is doing. And I'm very grateful to have you on the show today. So thank you so much for the time. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and the people on the podcast. I mean, you've, you put on probably without a doubt, the best beauty business podcast that I've ever heard. I'm, a, I'm addicted personally. I also appreciate the partnership. I mean, working with yourself and Denise in growing our brand international, it's been uh, tremendous. It's an exciting time for our brand. It's an exciting time for the industry. And let's just have fun with it. Yeah. Well, if people do want to reach out to you, Aaron, how can they do that? Yeah, my email is Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at imarezbeauty.com. I-M-A-R-A-I-S beauty.com. You can follow us on social, on all platforms, Instagram and TikTok, specifically our focus right now. And just the handle is at imarezbeauty. And our website is imarezbeauty.com. Thank you so much for being on the show. And we look forward to seeing what the brand has in store for 2023. Amazing. We'll see you both in LA next week. That's right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. And if you want to keep buzzing with us, head on over to buzzbeauty.com. This has been Beauty Is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2021. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and find prior episodes at beautyisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening.